0: Hello everyone, Katie Ganderton here, also known as Tenacious Kate and your host of this podcast. This podcast is about being tenacious in all aspects of our lives and there is nowhere else I would rather be. I have left my full-time career as a dental hygienist to become a stay-at-home mom with multiple residual income revenues, being a keynote speaker and going after goals I want and living out life on my terms 10 years later and now getting to teach that forward so that you can embody tenacity and stop staying in that comfort zone. This podcast is for you. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rise with Tenacity. My name is Katie Ganderton, also known as Tenacious Kate, and we have another amazing guest this week on our show. Um, if you are just new and you're plugging in to this podcast, welcome. Our goal here um, on the show is really for you to hear others' journeys and stories that ideally you can relate with someone or multiple people to continue your drive toward your goal um, in whatever it is that you're pursuing. Um, This podcast is sponsored by the grit and grace life. And if you are looking at starting a business, if you're curious about what that looks like for you, because not, Every business venture is meant for everybody. Um, In our show notes, you'll be able to find our form that you can go check out and it's going to help guide you in finding out what might be the better venture for you with um, working through some of those um, questions to help figure that out. So make sure you check that out as well. Um, but we have got an amazing guest on today. Her name is Stephanie Hahn, and you guys are going to hear from her. She's a mama, a stay-at-home mom, and we're going to actually dive into a little bit of her bio here. So let me let me share a little bit about her. She is has been married for 19 years. She's a stay-at-home mom to two girls. I'm a boy mom, so I don't have the girl side, but two wonderful girls. Uh, she enjoys reading, doing crafts, and spending time at the beach. She is a beauty influencer and I want to get into a little bit before her before she even started that. Um, several years after she became a stay-at-home mom, um, she was on the hunt for something for herself. Um, she didn't want to go back to the corporate world, but also wanted to help her family financially and was looking for something that would true that she would truly enjoy. Um, since being a stay-at-home mom can be can be pretty lonely and challenging at times and she was searching for camaraderie with like-minded women which then has brought her into her business and she loves helping moms gain self-confidence and also find a health balance between family and career in order to be more attentive more a more attentive woman, wife and mother. So welcome Stephanie to our show. I am so glad that you're here with us today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. And you said you love the beach. Do you live by the beach? I
1: do. I live about 20 minutes from the Gulf Coast of Florida. So I'm in Tampa, Florida. So it's very nice.
0: Yeah, You know, it's funny. I, I have family all in Tampa. Um, I oh, really? Live, yeah, we have family right in the Tampa area. And I actually lived in Florida for about six years. And my husband actually grew up down there. So lots so, of sunshine, lots of humidity and warm. You guys are warming up oh, right yeah. now, big time. Yes, we are. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I love that. And, um, yeah, there's, you definitely get to get some of that nice warm weather. So very, very nice. And I want to talk about you, you mentioned a couple of great things in your bio of the stay at home mom, um, and finding something for you. And I feel like this probably touches on a lot, a a big group of people that are out there that, you know, a lot of people dream of like, I want to be that stay at home mom, you know, and, um, whatever that might look like for them. But sometimes when they become that stay-at-home mom, they're like, oh, this is not all it was I thought it was going to be. You know, and not that it's out of you know lack of love for the children, but it is it being a mom, I will honestly say, as a mom of three boys, it's pretty thankless <laughs> and it's hard. Um and it's challenging when you are that person at home um and you're dealing with younger people and you kind of lose that interaction with adults, I feel like. And so Um, I feel like you're a, a perfect person to talk on the, our first question, which is where did, where did this all start for you and start for you? And was there like a, anything that happened where you were like, I need community. I need camaraderie with women. Like share with us a little bit about how this journey started with you.
1: Yeah. And it's funny. It wasn't right away because obviously when you're first a stay-at-home mom, you're so busy when they're babies, there's a lot going on. You know, you don't really have time for too much when they're real little. And then as my kids got into school, I was home a lot by myself. And I was like, it got very lonely because I'm like, unless I go out, you know, and meet people, but where, when you're a stay-at-home mom, you kind of lose, especially when um, my kids were in started school, I was out of the corporate world for like five plus years. So you kind of lose contact with a lot of the people that you had either worked with in the past or had your relationships with because you kind of go in your separate ways sort of because you're in different lifestyles and so I'm like where am I going to meet somebody unless you want well, in public but when you're a stay-at-home mom where do you start so I had some friends that were online doing some businesses and I found this one and I tried it and I went into it and and like long story back up I lacked self-confidence when I was from growing up even as a young kid I never had the self-confidence so I, um, for me to find something to help me with that, along with find some friendships um, from all over the country, even though we're spread out, I feel like I can contact them any time of the day or any time I need help. And I feel like we're right close together. So it's, it's really nice that we have, I have such a group of nice, supportive women that can help me, even though we're not close by, you know, we do do trips together and things like that. But they're there to help me, you know, at a call, a call away or whatever you would call it. Um, but it's, it's been very helpful.
0: Well, and I think you bring up a really great point when you say like, when you leave a corporate world, like I will say as an adult, I feel like it's almost harder to find friends and both you and I are in the same industry. We are in the direct selling industry. And I love what you said about confidence because I have a feel, I I feel as though most people look at the direct selling industry and it's a, a need for money. And it's like this constant, like, oh, well, only people that need money go into this only people that, you know, and, and, and I can tell you that's so far from the truth. It's not why I joined it. Cause I didn't need the money. It's not why you joined it. Cause you didn't need the money. And so I want people out there. If you're like, um, well, I don't need the money, but I want something different. Confidence is a huge, that's a huge booster camaraderie with people. People join up with a company. Um, and I'm honestly, when we talk to people, it's like. Who have you partnered with? Because it, it's a, they're smart and it's a great way to connect with women. Um, and you will find your tribe, you find your tribe within there, you know, but I, I want people to think like when they're looking at a business and maybe they are looking at a network marketing business or direct, in direct sales, you know, that many people join these types of businesses for multiple reasons. And it's not always a financial need There's other needs that are out there. There's a time need that's got to be met. There's the confidence. There's the community piece. There's the self-growth piece. There's, you know, um, there's so much. So I love that you said that.
1: And it's also like the flexibility. Um, Like I don't have to worry about calling out for my kids are sick or if I want to go to a school event or there's so many things that I can work around those schedules. And I don't have to sit from a nine to five and worry about those kind of things and worry about, am I missing my kids? You know, they're only little once. And if you miss something, you can't get it back. And I had that feeling. And I was like, I don't want to go back to the corporate world because I don't want to miss these milestones that I'll never get back. And, you know, like these women I have, like all of our lifestyles are different, but we're, we're like-minded in business. And we support each other that way, even though each of our lifestyles are different because nobody's lifestyle is exactly the same. But if you're a bit, even if you're in business together, you still have that support of that one common thing. And like you said about that, it's more than just money. And that's true. It's like I like to help people, um, especially moms and women, um, find more purpose and meaning in their life, not just financially, but like with the flexibility. Or if they're looking for a different type of avenue that they current or if they're not having the current job, that what can they do else that they can have that's fun for them or fulfilling but also can have, they can have flexibility. So there's so, like you said, so many different reasons that this business um, is very, um, it works for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. I I love that. And I think that that's, it's such an important piece to bring up um, that I I don't think a lot of people talk about it's because you instantly, people instantly think, or they instantly go to, oh, these people, I have to promote the money piece of it. And it's like, wow, but there's so much more to it. You know, there's so much more. So I would love to know, This is going to be a general overall, um, because then we're going to get specific. But overall, what would you say was the biggest or the greatest struggle in your business that you've had? um, And how did you overcome that? Um, I've always been one that I worry about what people think
1: and think of me. And it was hard to go out there and show people that what I'm doing because, like you said, network marketing, direct sales, whatever you want to call it, sometimes gets a bad rap and a bad name and people think negative, negative of it. So for me, it was like worrying about if I do this, what are gonna, people going to think of me? I'm, I'm like, I'm, or should I be doing this? Are they going to make fun of me? Or that? But that was my biggest struggle. And I, over time through this business, I've learned to just let that go. And I've, you know, I've learned through, um, you know, working on my mindset. You know, with different coaching um, po- um, things out there, I've, you know, listened to different podcasts. You know, listen, listen to people that've been out there in this business for you know years and years and years. And it's helped me get over that hump of just do, just be you and do you, and if they, you, you can't please everybody. You're not, you're not for everybody. I mean, you're going to attract people that you're supposed to attract, and don't worry about those ones that are out there. You know, just let them go, and it's like let them scroll on or let them. But yeah, you can't worry about what those people think. You just got to do what you want, what's happy, and what makes you happy, and what makes you feel good.
0: Yeah, and that, and to your point, that is. And and a couple of people that we've also had on the show have mentioned this. It's in the mind. A lot Mm -hmm. of it is um, in the mind of overcoming and really being able to grow past. And I think the way I like to think about this is I feel as though, you know, God puts things in your way because you're going to have to teach it in the future um, to somebody. And I, and so I feel as though a lot of times people view these challenges and it could be the mindset, it could be the imposter syndrome, it could be oh my gosh, she has this success. I don't have it yet, but that's the comparison piece. And I, you know, it, a lot of it is like getting control of I I'm okay. I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can. If I continue to be cons- consistent, it's going to compound over time. And when consistency compounds, like, I mean, what you do and don't do is going to compound. So, I mean, doing it, great things can happen, but it does take time and you're being set up, um, for what's to come, which I love. So um, I really do think that you have a great point there with mind. The mind is really something to master as much as you possibly can. And yeah, and it's also
1: important not to compare your journey to somebody else's because we all start in different places and nobody's journey is the same. It takes some people longer than others, but you just got to keep, like you said, being consistent is, is the main key as well. People see you showing up and they're, they're, they're going to know you're serious about it. You know, if they're going to see you over and over and over again, okay, this girl's really serious about what she does. She really likes what she does and she's having fun. So that's, you know, that's the important part.
0: Well, and you, again, another great point is, you know, um, when you're having fun, fun attracts money and fun attracts people. And you had a great point of when, when people see you consistently show up, they will join that person, whether it's in business, whether it's in product, whether whatever that looks like. Because if you took A and B, and this is a good point, if you're listening and you're like, oh, I've only posted once this week in my group or on social, you guys, for those people that say, oh, I need to take a social media break. Like, I'm going to try to say this nice. Well, I get it. But at the same time, that's also your business, you know? And if you're going to take a break, schedule your stuff. So you have- it working for you while you're on a break because your business always should be on your plate at all times. If you want people to take you seriously, because if I sit here, you know, and I see Stephanie showing up daily, but then I have someone over here that's reaching out to me and talking to me about the product that she has, but I go to their page and I see them posting once a week or on occasion or this and that, who do you think is going to get my attention? Mm -hmm. Stephanie is going to get my attention. She mm-hmm. is consistent. She's reliable. And I know that if I look at her, I can say, I know if I reach out to her, she is going to get back to me. She's going to be reliable, as opposed to this one over here that's like, oh, I think I'm going to take a month off of social media. And oh, I think, you know, it's summertime. Or oh, you know, it's just in business, business doesn't stop because of seasons. Business doesn't stop because it's summer. It doesn't stop because it's spring break. It's business is always business. And so you have to treat your business like a business. And to Stephanie's point, um, consistency show it, it, it tells the story of your business. If you're not showing up, I can guarantee you your, your business is not where it probably could be. And it's not, and it's not paying you like it should pay you as if you were showing up consistently and reaching out and doing all those things. Right. Uh, To your point. I mean,
1: that's true because, With this business, you can schedule things ahead of time. Like say you knew you're going to be away. Like I put a lot of stuff in my notes in my phone and all you have to do is grab it and post it. It takes a couple seconds to post it. That way you're still out there. You're not falling off anywhere. And it doesn't take that long. Like it doesn't take hours and hours every day to do this business. I mean, I even have moms who are working full-time that do this. It only takes an hour or so here, an hour or so there. And you fit it into the time that you need or that you have. And you don't have to spend a lot of time. I think that's where people get the misconceptions. Like I have to spend all this time doing it, that that's not true. I have so many people that either to work full-time or part-time as well, plus stay-at-home moms full-time. There's so many different types of us that do it in the, in the time frames that we have. So there there's that too. Um, so,
0: yeah, I think the being intentional again, if you want it, if you want to have a true business, you have to treat it like that. And that means when you go on vacation, you, I mean, you guys, if you have this with you at your fingertips, it is the way everything is out there right now with social media and the tools that you have with the AI that's out there as well. And assistants and people that like you can pay to actually do this for you too. There's no excuse for not showing up. I mean, there really isn't. And um, it's funny. And you'll have to let me know what your thoughts are on this word. Cause I I loathe this word is the people that say, I'm going to try, and I'm going to try to get on a call. I'm going to try to post this many times this week. I'm going to try and call people. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on that Stephanie.
1: That's funny. You bring that up. I actually have um, some team members that always say I'll try. And it's like, I just got to let them go because I can't wait for them to do their thing. It's like, I'm doing my thing. And if, if I can't I lead them, but if if they're not going to do what I'm, you know, asking them or telling them they should be doing, then that's on them. And it's like, you have to do what you want to do. If you want something for you, you have to do it. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody can do it for you. So I don't like the word to use, try. I mean, I know a lot of people do that, but it, when you start using it, you, you get yourself in this, in this little bubble and then it's hard to get back out because it's hard to just do it because you you're so used to saying I'll try, and then everything just gets it's, gets put back in the back burner, and then it just accumulates, and it's it's just not a good um, thing to get into, in my opinion.
0: Well, and it, and it snowballs, and I think that's a good point to bring up too. Is like when we say I'll try, you know, change the word. Like maybe it's it's kind of a priority to me. Or, you know, it, this, you can just simply say, well, that's not a priority to me right now. My goal is not a priority to me right now. This like, and and if you can change that in your mind. So if you're listening and try is in that vocabulary of yours or like, catch yourself, I catch my, I've caught myself and I'm like, oh, can't say that word. Like I just do it, you know, or what you say is like, okay, this is, it's a reflection of what your priorities are. Um, in my opinion of, you know, if you want your business to work, then you make it a priority. You don't try to make it a priority. It is a priority and it's depending on what you, what your goals are with your business. And so, um, I, I do, I love, I love what you said. Cause I just feel like it's like, whew, You and you have to let people go. And it's hard because I feel like sometimes as a leader, you can see somebody's potential before they can see their potential. Um, And they have to want it more, you know, it's like they have to be in that position or in that, have that like pain to want to get out of whatever it is to be able to be tenacious to get through it. So if you guys are listening right now, and maybe this is hitting home for you a little bit, um, the biggest things that we could recommend is start shifting that word out and you start really looking at it as your priorities and saying, well, if I say try, like it's not hard to pick up a phone. It's not hard to send a message. It's not hard, you don't try to send a message. You either do it or you don't. You either put your pants on or you don't. You either put your shoes on or you don't. You either cook dinner or you don't. Like you don't try those things. So think about how how you can shift that word. Um and see what happens. See what happens when you actually hold yourself accountable for it because it's humbling. It's really humbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually had some of our team, we
1: have ac- accountability groups to keep us accountable of things that we want to do. And it actually helps. Cause when you're by yourself, it's like, I'm just going to, Oh yeah, I'll do it or I'll try. And then nobody holds you accountable. So that, that's also helpful. And to bring up another point, like you said, um, if you're going to a regular job, like a corporate job, you're not going to go out there and say, I'll try and just do the bare minimum. I mean, you got to treat this like a business, like you would go to an actual real job, even though this is a real job, but it's a little bit different. I mean, you're not going to go to your job and just say, I'm just going to sit there and whatever I get done, or I'm just going to, you know, slack off a little bit. I mean, they're not going to accept that. So you got to treat this business the same way you would treat something that you would do for, you know, a corporation.
0: Oh, that's a perfect point. Yeah. You can't just go sit and be like, well, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to do a little (laughs) bit of my work today. Like that's a surefire way to get yourself kicked, kicked canned, right? So it's like yes. again, like if you want this to work for you, you ha- you have to make it a priority. Like you wouldn't work it just like you have those goals or whatever is expected of you at a position. The same goes for this. The only bad thing is, is you're the boss, so you have to hold yourself accountable um, yeah. because it's your own business. You know, in whatever venture it is, whether it's brick and mortar, whether it's direct sales. Um, whether it's affiliate marketing, like you have to be the boss and you got to be a pretty hard boss on yourself to make sure that you show up every day. Right. I, I don't know. I think so, but all right. So let's talk about a little bit more recent stuff. So what is the current challenge that you have going on right now that you're facing? Mine is, I don't know if people realize this, but
1: Back in 2020, when the pandemic started, um, network marketing was like sort of different in the way you do a business per se. Um, A lot of it was just just people were at home. They weren't doing much. They're like, they're doing a business. They're just selling. They're just throwing out products. They're here and there. They're all just sitting at home. Now it's like in 2023, times have basically changed because, um, you can't just go out there and throw out and just try and sell your product. It's more about pro- solving problems for people. You got to find out what their problems are, how you can help solve those, and it's more of a value relationship. You got to you have a you have to have value for for your clients, and you got to build a relationship. And that's how they trust you and want to buy from you. It's not just here. Here's my product. Here's a sale. Go buy it. You got to be willing to find out their problems, how you can solve it. And it's, like I said, it's not just money. It's about You know, do they have skin problems? I mean, depends what you sell. Like I do, um, pharmacy is makeup, skincare, and health and wellness. So we have everything. So we have stuff that we can sell, solve problems for pretty much any problem that somebody would have, whether it's their their weight or their health or their skin, or you know, they need help with makeup. So you got to find what their pain points are, and it's it's so different now, and that's where I'm still working through. Is you got to you can't just go out there and be in the messenger and be like, here, here's my thing. And this is what I'm doing, but you got to talk to them and find out what their problems are and see how you can help them, whether it's through money, uh, you know, where they want another business opportunity or if they just want, you know, to solve their you know, own personal problems. So that's where the change is. And I'm still in that transition um, to, to this day.
0: Well, but you again, another great point is um, really not treating people just like a dollar sign, you know, and I think that. That's a lot. What you see a lot out there is, and it needs to be corrected or or tweaked a little bit because, again, you also don't want to be that person that's only about a product, and it, that's all you become known for because then you lose your own identity. Um, and people are like, well, you know, who, what does Stephanie even do? Who is she? Like, what type? I, I mean all I know her is, is, is this, you know? And it's like, well, wait, oh wait, she's a mom. She, this is where she lives. This is what she likes. These are her hobbies. These are her passions. Like, and they lose themselves in all of that process. When they just start shoving products out there, out there, out there, which I feel like when you don't do that anymore, now you're starting to make those connections. Like you mentioned is you're starting to add the value um, of, of, of communication, of community, you know, and that is it, it's a it's a loss. I mean it's it's something that has definitely been lost over the last little bit and needs and it's starting to come back. Um yeah. but it does take time and it takes building that trust because again it's it's the no like and trust factor. It's a business model and people they want to know like and trust you in order to do business with you. Right. And so um you you I agree with you. I love that. And I do think it takes This last year, I feel like has been a challenge in general with everything kind of opened up. I feel like everything kind of went out of whack. (laughs) It was like, ah, we're going back. Wait, people are talking. Wait, I don't know if I can talk to you. Wait, hold on. What's happening? Wait, I mean, it just, I feel like things kind of got a, a little crazy and I think they're starting to maybe settle a little bit. But this last year has, it's been a good solid year since things opened up. And it's kind of just been like this big, Adjustment, you know, of, of people and stuffs and and teammates. I mean, people on your team probably are like, "Oh, it was." I actually have to talk to somebody now. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, that's that's the whole part of our business is that yeah. work part in there. There is work in network marketing. Yeah. And
1: I think the people think that it takes longer that way, but in the long run, it's going to benefit you because you're going to have that relationship and that value for that person. And so it might take a little bit longer, but it's going to be worth it in the end because you're going to have a client that's going to trust you and want to be with you for the long run, not just for the short term, because you want to look for the long term, not for the short term gain. So.
0: Well, and it's a lot easier to keep a recurring client, you know, and so it's it's, when you talk about the efforts that have to go into attaining a new client, um, I think it's like, it's like an at 80% or as opposed to a reoccurring client, it's like a 20 to 30%, you know, reorder or, or returning customer because you've built that that trust with them. So again, like it's so much better to retain and have that relationship with people as opposed to constant. I mean, granted, you want to always have new customers coming in, but it's, it's a lot more energy going out and finding the new. So you make sure the customers that you have, if you're listening and you're not following up with your customers, you want to follow up with your customers. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier to, keep, to maintain customers that you have um, right. as opposed to constantly going out and getting the new ones. So I love that. Um, and then what's your dream for your business? Oh, um, I just want to, sh- basically, it might
1: sound not shady, but I just want to show my kids that you can be successful at anything you do. You don't have to be a multimillionaire. You don't have to have all this money but just have fun and be successful in what you're doing. I mean, my daughter was, a funny story, she was just playing with her makeup because I, I have some of the makeup that I have, I give to her and she was on her floor just doing her makeup and she's like, I'm not good at this. You're so good. I'm not good. I said, you're fine, but she's but she loved, She watches me. So again, kids watch what you do. So it's, it's just fulfilling to see that they can go out and do it, anything they want. And I'm showing them that I can do stuff at home as well as take care of them and I'm not just going to sit on the couch and you know, do nothing. I'm going to do stuff for them as well as for me. So it's good to see that they can see that and see that I you know how much it goes towards them as much as me.
0: That's I, it's such a great goal. It's it because it's a true it's true and they do watch and um that's so cute. I love that watch <laughs> My boys are like, what is mom doing? Like <laughs> she's talking to people. She's putting clothes on. Like oh my gosh, they're just like. but yes, I mean, it's, it's changed our family's life and, you know, to be able to leave that legacy and to see, let them see, um, what mom has done, you know, what there's dads too, you know, but really like, Oh, wow. Like this is what mom's actually, this is what she's been doing. She's not just sitting here scrolling. Like this is worth, you know, to so many of us, um, you know, so I, I think that's a fabulous goal. And how are you keeping that goal at the forefront of your mind? Is there something that you're like, we're going for a specific, you know, vacation for our family? Is there like, what, is there something that, how are you keeping this goal at the forefront of your mind?
1: Well, the thing that I always struggled with is when we go to the store and I'd always tell my kids, no, we, we just can't do that. We don't, we can't afford that because we just have to get what we need. And now that I can set some, you know, money aside every month, you know, and just set things aside. So when they do want something extra that I don't have to always say no and you know that's just even though it's the littlest things but sometimes the littlest things are the best things you know so it's just things like that that I keep in my mind that that's things I can help for them that I don't have to always be that no mom <laughs> that I used to be so
0: I love that I am my kids I am a no mom <laughs> and I don't need to be but I uh, they're they're spoiled but it is one of those like it and I think Those are those moments though. You know, it's not necessarily about the humongous things. It's the small little get-tos for most people in our industry. You know, yes, we have top with the top leaders, but a a lot of the people that do come into the industry, they don't necessarily want that piece of it. They just, they want to have that little extra to be able to do the kids sports, to be able to do, um, you know, camps, all of those things. And like, when that happens, it's like, oh, like, that's fulfilling, you know, and when, when you get to do that for your children, that's a, that's such a great reminder. And it's a small, it's a small thing, but it's a powerful reminder that this is what I'm doing for my family. So I love, I love that, that it's not like the big grandiose. It's just in those little moments. And those are, I see
1: so many moms that struggle with buying clothes for the kids or shoes or just the, the basic necessities. And, you know, just, if you can just get those little things, I mean, it's, it's, it can be a big thing to a lot of people.
0: Oh yeah. 100%. Um, Okay. So for the audience that is like brand new, well, let's do two. So brand new, but then also maybe that is, maybe they've been in for a little bit and maybe they're struggling. Right. And maybe they're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the things it's not working. What would be your biggest tip of advice that you'd like to share with them? Well, I think we covered it earlier, but be consistent
1: because people are not going to take you seriously if you're stopping and going all the time. And and also to share your story. I mean, even as little as it might be, I mean, even if you don't have a big thing that you overcome in your lifetime, share what you have or share what you've gone through as little as it or as big as it might be because you're going to relate to somebody and somebody's going to be able to relate to you. And that's how you start the relationships is sharing your story and being vulnerable and being out there and relating to people. And that's where it all starts. So that's where I would, that's the first thing I would start with. Uh,
0: I. Perfect. I, I can't even add anything. It's perfect. <laughs> Love it. Because <laughs> it's spot on. Um, so like let me just plug people right into that moment right there. Um okay, so let's talk a little bit about where people can find you on social media. What platforms are you on? And again, you guys, if you're listening, we're gonna have in the show notes where you can connect with Stephanie. Um, if you relate to her story and you want to chat with her. um, So make sure you'll be able to click there. But for those that are maybe listening and can't, don't look at the show notes, where can they find you on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, My
1: Instagram is Stephanie with an F, -F S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E underscore on hahn N ninety eight. And then my Facebook is just Stephanie Schaefer Han. Um, you search that, and then I also have a Facebook group my, um, for my business, and it's it's called a Simply Beautiful Place. So if you just um, search that in Facebook, you should be able to find it.
0: Perfect, a Simply Beautiful Place. I That's a great name, by the way. Um, it sounds very enlightening. <laughs> very <laughs> good name, love it. Okay, so really quickly, let's go through our lightning round. So our lightning round is just six simple questions. Um, let's start with, what is your favorite book? Um,
1: that's a hard one. Um, I don't even think I know if I came up with a, (laughs) an answer to that question. It doesn't have to be personal
0: development. It can totally be non-business related too.
1: Um, well, if we're going to go way back, um, I remember when I grew up, my favorite kind of books were the mystery, the Nancy Drew. I don't know if people, I don't know. It might age me a little bit, but that's what
0: that's, I
1: lived on those books and I grew up, so that Mm -hmm. had to be, I, I go back to those. So,
0: okay. Love that. How about your favorite food? Uh, Italian, it would probably be either lasagna or pizza. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Um, about how many hours do you sleep a night?
1: Well, (laughs) probably between five and six, which is not what I should
0: be doing, but that's usually what I get. I'm in. Yep. I'm around. (laughs) I, I hear you on that one. Um, okay. And then we know you're married we know you have the two, two girls, and then last one is, what is one thing that you would tell your 20-year-old self? Um, Just to be
1: true to yourself and don't let anybody talk you out of anything that you want to do. I mean, because I've been there, done that, and I regret it. So just be you and do what you want to do. Don't worry about others. Let them go.
0: That's powerful because we get influenced by so many people by trying to be like someone, by trying to, you know, imitate or mimic. And it's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, it doesn't serve. It doesn't get you anywhere. No. <laughs> it gets you more yeah. frustrated. Is yeah. what it gets you. it, it like, turns you backwards instead of forward. So yeah, that yeah, doesn't help. It, it's, it's very um, mentally challenging for yourself. So very, very yeah. great. You guys. So again, if you guys are just, just listening and you know, this is a, this is a great podcast for that network marketer that is the stay at home mom. Um, or for the person that's like, oh my gosh, I never thought about this industry as something for, you know, confidence or community. Um, that's a You guys, if you're looking for community, these are phenomenal businesses to join because it is a plethora of women and you will find people you'll relate to, you know? So just know, it's not always about the financial aspect of it for people that come into these businesses. And so, um, again, you guys can, if you have questions about, gosh, I want to do something. I don't know what's right. We have that in the show notes as well to help guide you. You can also reach to Stephanie, go give her some love on Instagram and on Facebook, find her like her stuff. She's in sunny Florida, which is really warm and getting ready to warm up. I'll be there. Um, we'll be there shortly next month. So, uh, it's, I'm like, why are we going the end of July? Oh
1: my God. It's going to be Florida. It's going to rain soon here. So I don't, it's not sunny right now, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, oh yeah, but you're the rainstorms there are just like, woo, 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 and then it's like done. Yeah. They don't last. And yeah. walk down. It's like clear blue skies. Like, it's just so bizarre. so, um, but you guys, thank you so much for joining us this week on our show with Stephanie. Um, we'll have another guest next week on rise with tenacity. And until then you guys go Crush your goals and rise with tenacity because you can relate to somebody on this podcast or if you know somebody that needs to hear these stories please plug them in share these stories with them um, and get connected with someone so all right you guys until next week talk to you soon bye